Johnny the ladybug decided it was time to wake up, and he stuck his head out of Uni's mane. A blast of cold wind put some frost on his antennas. He wiped his eyes with his front legs. Ooh-wee! It's chilly. What happened? Did we get in yet? I'm still trying to formulate a question, but I'm not sure if I am... Um... Said Johnny, starting to wake up. We're done, and we got a mystery answer, interrupted Uni, furring her furry brows. She was annoyed that she didn't think of a question. That's right, said Alex. But right now, we've got to get off this freezing cold mountain, or someone will find us frozen solid next spring. Well, since the blimp was gone... Alice decided to walk down a path that went in the other direction. She jumped up onto Uni's back and they picked their way down a narrow rocky road with the cold wind blowing in their faces. Alice and Johnny were both concerned about stumbling, but Uni was sure-footed and steady. Alice put the magic ring on her finger and it made a bright green light beam to help them find their way. Uni decided to thicken up her coat, and Johnny was very appreciative. Down, down they traveled, until strangely they began to smell peppermint. The smell grew stronger and stronger, until they turned a corner and saw an extremely large man, a giant really, who seemed to be asleep. He looked like solid ice. His breath raced in and out of his mouth, and he seemed to be making the wind. He had on a white wig and a three-cornered hat. His dark blue waistcoat was too small to button up, and his huge black belt rose and fell with each enormous breath he took. Our travelers stopped to stare. Um, is, is it George Washington? whispered Uni, not wanting to wake him and being a little bit afraid. Yet, whispered back Johnny, even though he wasn't entirely sure. I think maybe he's the old man of the mountain, whispered Alice, taking a wild guess, having heard of such a personage in a fairy tale. <coughs> Excuse me, I was working. You're wondering who I am. No, no, I. Not the old man, I'm the north wind. I've got this wind job. Part of the big team, you know, especially in the winter. How can I help you? Well, we'd like to get off this mountain and get somewhere warmer. Said Alice. And much warmer. Added Johnny. And more foodie. Said Uni, thinking about unicorn cobs again. Hold on a minute. I need to think about that. Oh, I need to go back to napping, though. It's, it's my job, you know, said the North Wind. Then he immediately fell asleep again and began blasting some more wind. Gusts of peppermint wind swirled and blustered all around. Some of the wind began to have snow in it. After a while, he woke up again. I was having the strangest dream, the North Wind announced. I I dreamt that I was a squirrel 
with tiny human hands, and I played an exquisitely small violin in a teeny tiny treehouse with a little glass window with an iron latch. Weird, said Alice, suddenly remembering and wondering what happened to the squirrels. I always blow better when I'm dreaming. I don't know why, really, said the North Wind. I was also considering your problem. The, the whale can help you. Look for the spring. Benny leaned back and went back to sleep. Great volumes of icy wind blew out of his nostrils. A few yards down the path was a stream of water pouring out of a crack in a boulder. In a small pool underneath the little waterfall was the baby white whale, the same one that was last seen on the blimp. He waved his flipper and said, I couldn't help overhearing you tell that windy fellow about your problems. I think I can help. There's a canoe over there, not sure why or how it got there, but if you can get in, I'll pull you down to the valley. I'm heading that way. This stream turns into a river by the time we get down there. The whale stated knowingly. It'll be kind of a rocky, bumpy ride, but it's fun. I call it a rollery, coastery sleigh ride. I come up here all the time just to slide down. Oh, fun! shouted Johnny. Everyone jumped into the canoe. It was hard for Uni, but she managed it. The whale put the little boat's rope into his mouth and pulled them into the water, and they careened off at breakneck speed. The whale pulled hard, and they flew down the mountainside, splashing and bouncing off rocks. They even went over a small waterfall. Round and round they spiraled down the mountain, faster and faster, water spraying this way and that. The little whale whooped with delight, and Johnny had the biggest grin a bug can have. After a while, the stream widened into a small river and they slowed down. Then it flowed into a wider, quieter place. The little whale bid them adieu and took a deep breath and went under the water. Do we have a paddle? Well, I have my tail. Or my horn. Said Uni, trying to be helpful. I guess we'll just drift. Said Alice. We'll end up somewhere. And drift they did. They drifted and drifted. The sun came up. The wind died down. It got warmer. Everyone quietly watched the banks of the river go slowly by. The trees got bigger. The land grew flatter. There were birds and the noise of cicadas. The sound of the waves lapping at the side of the canoe made everyone sleepy. The whole world seemed to slow down. They became drowsy. Their heads drooped down on their chests. Soon they were fast asleep. The little boat lazily spun in the current occasionally bumping into a floating log or a curious fish. A warm breeze played lazily across the water, making little ripples. Eventually, they slid up onto a sandy bank and got stuck there. 
Johnny woke up and looked around, then nudged Alice and Uni. Standing nearby was a flock of sheep. They were unusual because they were standing like people on two legs, and they were wearing big rubber, red rubber boots. They'd been watching the boat approach, and they were all gathered near the water's edge. Bad! 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 bad, bad, bad they bleated. Bad! Bad! bad. bad.